Welcome back to the 3P Podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Joe. How you been going? Yeah, look, mate, it's been a heck of a week. Um, going on holiday in eight days. Spent um, the whole of Tuesday at the passport office. Finally got my passport. Um, I applied six months ago. And finally got it after spending about 12 hours in the passport office. How are you going? Yeah, doing a lot better than you are in your 12 hours in the studio. Um, yeah, just been watching a lot of basketball recently. Nothing other than that. I'm not chasing up a holiday. So I'm definitely a lot more cruisy than you are. Yeah, look, it's been a bit of a runaround. Um, finished my uni exams yesterday. And ever since, it's just all stations go, go, go for the holiday. So visa sorted, passport so sorted. Pretty much everything's sorted. Besides, I haven't packed, but I'll pack the morning of. Yeah, morning of is usually normal. Yeah. I think um, I'm going to, um, for, the, for those wondering, um, thanks for asking, um, <laughs> going to Bali, Singapore, Vietnam, and Thailand. And apparently, let me check Bali weather at the moment. But the last time I had a look, it was just raining. Oh, look at that. Yeah, wet season. Lovely. Wet season. So, prime time to go. Yeah, I mean, it'll definitely be cheaper for you. <laughs> wet season is usually a little bit cheaper. It still ain't cheap, but... Yeah, look, we didn't, re- we didn't really plan out the weather when we went. No. But, look, it is what it is. Um, you got a new laptop this week? New laptop. We're prepared to do all the editing. Yeah, look, Hopefully that goes well for me. Ah! I think um, when, I learned to st- when I started learning to edit, um, I spiralled about three times. On one video, I had a mental breakdown, and then just like... Pff, I think it, I scrapped a whole video because it was too much. Yeah, either we're just going to run it super basic or it's going to be way overboard and it's going to take several hours. So I think we'll run with basic for now until I get the gist of it. Then yeah. we'll play around with Look, it. Week one was quite a basic one. Very simple. Yeah, it worked stuff well. And that's the thing. You don't always have to go too hard into it. But I think it's just taking it as it comes, right? Like it's just baby steps. Baby steps. For sure. Shall we get into it? Time to. Preseason? No, preseason's done. Preseason's done. We've had a few days now. I think there's... Almost every team's played by now? I believe so, yeah. yeah I believe think, so. What was the last team to play? I think Bucks um, were one of the last teams and they finally played today. Yeah, they, they got up. Good game. Good game. I mean, disappointing from Joel. Is that another yeah. quiet one? I think it was like a scoreless second half. Scoreless second half. I didn't catch the whole game, but scoreless second half. Is... I was um, watching it during... Sorry, I was working, working. and didn't watch it. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't get to watch it either. Very busy painting. Yes, uh, extremely yeah where do we start well we're starting with our award show predictions yeah and I think we decided to start with the defensive player of the year yeah so I think as always there's one name that all he does is defend yeah there is but indeed who do you, so what we're going to do when we do this we're going to do our favourites and also our dark horse who we think would be like a dark horse to win the awards just to spice it up a little bit because obviously with some of them the favourites we were talking earlier and what did you say about players winning awards they, they, they don't deserve to Okay, I'm, I'm not a big fan of winning the most improved when you're expected to improve. Yeah. Being Jar Morant, rookie of the year, you make the next jump, but then you're an all-star, and for some reason we wanted to pretend that we're surprised that he's good. Yeah. I'm not a fan. You should not be making that jump as a... You're a, you're a top three pick in the draft. You're meant to be good. Yeah. You're, you're not a sudden, surprising, improved player. I don't know. Well, no, I'm kidding. He doesn't. Like, they don't deserve to. You're right. The players, when we get to it, the most improved should be the one where you go, "Wow, that's an impressive." Like you shouldn't be this good, effectively. Or we no we shouldn't it. be able to predict the most improved. It should be a holy shit. This guy's having a great season. Yeah. Where did this come from? I think jumping ahead just slightly for a second is we saw the, the odds and Anthony Edwards is the, the favorite to win most improved. He won't be getting the pick from us today. No. He, no. So do you want to do dark horse first or favorite? 
I think we would go favourite and yep. then Dark Horse okay. and then we'll, we'll change up the awards drop. So do you want to start us off? Yeah, so my favourite for Defensive Player of the Year is Rudy. Rudy Gobert. I think, how many times has he won it now? Let me have a look. I think it's like two or three. I um, think two years in a row, potentially a third. Yeah, like, where are we at? Yeah, three times. Was it three in a row yeah. as well? Um, I don't know. I don't know if it's three in a row, but three times, like, which... It, it wouldn't surprise me if it was three in yeah, a row. He's I a think, phenomenal defender. What is good is he's the perfect example of know your role. Um, I think... Wait, who do you have before we go any further? I've been mad at Bio. I think it was bias. time... It is a little biased, but I bias. think it's time that everyone does wake up and see there are only certain players in the league that can guard one through five. And in my eyes, he does it the most efficiently. Yeah. What he provides offensively is a little better than Gobert, but we're talking about a defensive. Yeah, So yeah. that little offense is not going to matter yeah. in this award. So I think both are a pretty strong pick. Yeah, like Rudy Gobert offers nothing offensively, although he's doing okay. Um, he's only played one game properly with the Timberwolves. He played all right. Yeah, I mean, Miami had one game and Bam played terribly. Yeah, I Defended think- well, but offense didn't give us anything. He just doesn't shoot enough, and the shots he does put up weren't good looks. Let me have a look, because I want to have a look, because Rudy, he's, I think he's taking more shots now at the moment than he did previously. So when he was at Utah, they just weren't letting him shoot as much, which fair enough, because... Well, he probably shouldn't be shooting in Utah. Yeah, but what, he got 23 and 16 in his first game for Timberwolves. Yeah, that's a phenomenal debut. Is against Oklahoma, though. Yeah. So we almost don't even count that. Look, it's a nice debut away from home as well. Yeah. So it's it's a nice play out for them. Yeah. Okay. Who's your dark horse? Ben Simmons. Okay, I like it. I like Ben Simmons as a dark horse. Ben Simmons. Yeah, I'll tell you why. You mentioned that one point. One to five. One through five. Who Massive. Do you have? I have a bit of a surprise. I have Scotty Barnes. I think Scotty had a phenomenal rookie year. Yeah. And he defends incredibly well. Okay. I think that's the size of challenge. him, the speed of him, I think he will move into those one through five guys. I think he can... I really think he can step into I that range. I think he's big enough. I think he is. Like, surprise... He's, he's big. He's not, like, a centre big. Yeah. But he's that little bit small, which makes him that little more sort of... Yeah. What, do you, what would you call it? Agitile? To be able to like guard the guards a little bit better? PJ Tucker, but more skillful in terms of body-wise. I'm taking... Yeah, kind of. Like, like that sort he's, of size. He's a little... Like, he's he'll a bit, fill out. He'll... Oh, I mean, look at a photo of him now. Like, yeah, he's, he's not skinny. I think he, he is built enough and he's skillful enough to defend the, the perimeter well. Yeah. And he sort of marks up on the big guys with with decence. Yeah, I think the reason why like, I, like, I see a Bam and a Ben, they're quite similar, right? About 6'10", 6'11", and built. Yeah. Like, they are physically built long. Scotty Barnes, he just, look, he just looks like a bit of a meme. He's very good. He just looks like he's always having a good Look, time. You, you're getting a bit distracted by the size of his forehead, but the rest of his build is phenomenal. Yeah. Look, it I is, hope it, so. is, it is a dark horse pick. I'm not picking yeah. the guys that are meant to be good. I think he's going to step into that caliber. Where, look, I'll be impressed if he gets a mention all year. Just at one point, and they say, yeah. oh, he could be in the running for it. Yeah, the reason why I said Ben Simmons, I think after a year off, people are going to forget how good he is. Like, like similar to Rudy, he's not going to offer you much on the other end. But defensively, he will do well. All right, should we go on to six men of the year? Let's move on to six men. I think we'll have similarities as you browse your eyes over at mine. I have oh, my favourite, Malcolm Brogdon. Brogdon. I wanted to pick Brogdon, but I didn't. Who'd you go with? I went with Christian Wood. 
Christian Wood is coming off the bench this year. Do you reckon he's going to stay coming off the bench? I don't think so. <sighs> I, after their first game, he dropped 25 points off the bench. It was effective. It worked out. They ended up losing that game by a few points. Yeah. He's getting closing minutes. He's getting minutes with Luca, But coming off the bench, it does provide that spark plug that they need. Yeah. They so, don't have anyone off that bench to come out and score for him. Yeah. So they need someone with that second unit that can do it. And I think he is the answer. Yeah. I think... Um, Interesting. I went with Brogdon just because I think Brogdon's like a safe shout, right? He's in Boston. He'll do well. He'll Bro- do well. Brogdon's a starting guard He's gonna in play a few his, other places. Yeah, like He'll do well. But the reason why I question Wood is I think eventually Dallas are going to keep throwing all of the eggs in the basket and just shaking it up a little bit. And they're going to rotate through the lineup so much. And you say scoring on the bench. And I think Jaden Hardy. Remember that name for the Dallas Mavericks. Okay, I'll remember the name. But like, I've been big on him. How, from how, many, how many games do you have to come off the bench for to be considered I, the six man? I don't know if there's even like criteria. I, I'm 90% sure there is a criteria. If you have to come off the bench for a certain amount of games. Because I think it's, it's probably off the bench for about 40 games, yeah. I think. Somewhere around that market. If you're coming off the bench for half the season, you can win that award. Let's have a look. How many games do you need? Oh, the need to play played off the bench in more games than he did as a starter. Well, I think there's a good shout that he does come off the bench for more than he starts. That just seems so like <laughs> it's a little, little, little bit like a little bit of a grey area. Like if so, if I, if I start forty games, like I'm off the bench forty two. Yeah, you could win six men. That just seems bad to me. Look, the guy I want to to sit there and go, okay, there is a possibility. Yeah, it's Kawhi Leonard. He's coming. He's coming. He, he came off the bench. They've okay, said we should just say oh, he, he's not my dark horse pick. I'm just saying uh, if they continue with him off the bench, there's no other guy that's coming off the bench that's going to be better than Kawhi. My only counter to that is number one, Kawhi Leonard. We, this is just the first week of the season. Obviously, he's coming back from an injury. LA, they're playing the Lakers today, and they just went ah, Kawhi rest. They only just won. Yeah, but I feel like. They Kawhi, Kawhi still him. got good minutes in that game. Yeah. I think with their load management, he's not going to play every game. And yeah. I think with the games he does play, they might bring him off the bench to work him into the season. So with the load management of him not playing every yeah. game and some of them coming off the bench, if he only plays, say, 50 games, yeah. it wouldn't surprise me if he came off the bench for 25. But then, like, off the back of that, if he was eligible, would you give it to him? Based on your, what you said earlier... You shouldn't give it to players that you'd expect. If he's the, the forty-one games he's played, and he's if he started more games off the bench than he, than he did, sorry, if he's played more games off the bench than the game started, you'd expect him to win that. You'd expect him to be the best of the bunch. Okay, but take it the same way you put Russell Westbrook on the bench at the Lakers. Go. Is he now winning six men? No, because he's arguably. We'll get into it later. Not having a good season. Yeah, but off the bench. He's not facing the all-star team. He's he's uh, he's with the second stringers. Does he not just carry that team? Well, that's not the team, but the second unit. Yeah. You take him to Utah and throw him on the bench. Does he not just average a triple-double? Of course. Off the bench? Yeah. Would you not then give him the award? No. If you're coming off the bench no. averaging a triple-double, I don't care who you are, that award's yours. <laughs> he's got, we, we know he's going to go to Indiana probably, and then he will average a triple-double until they realise they want to tank. They've realised that already they want to tank. Yeah. But they're just... Yeah. They're struggling to tank. Yeah. Who's your dark horse for six men? My dark horse for six men is Precious Achua. 
Mine is Jordan Poole. Jordan Poole? It's not even a dark horse. I wouldn't He's even call really it. Good. Yeah, it's not a dark horse <laughs> whatsoever. Just, I just, I think one day the Warriors team will get the recognition they deserve. And what I mean by that is, I think we're so accustomed to how good they are that we almost just expect it. Because we're not seeing like the first generation Warriors. We're not seeing the second generation of this Golden State franchise. I'm looking Moody, Wiseman, Kuminga, who has the best NBA nickname that I will not say on this mic. <laughs> And then Jordan Poole. This is all players that Plus Wiggins. Wiggins are they didn't draft. That's why I'm not counting him in there. I'm talking about the, they've drafted But what, what did they guys. trade for him? D'Angelo Russell. Which they wanted rid of anyway. No, because they got him in, in the KD sign-in trade. Because KD didn't did him a favour on the way out. Yeah, so... They did a, they did a sign-in trade with um, Brooklyn. Yeah, but would you not say that they've built Wiggins into who he is? They've, Everywhere else Wiggins have been, they've expected a lot more from him. They've brought him in and just gone, look, you're with four All-Stars. Yeah. Just do your thing. Play your in, game. Coming in, the reason is his nickname was Maple Jordan because he's from Canada. And when he went to the Timberwolves, he was expected to be this next great thing. But he's not going to be the MVP of that team, but he'll be a good second, third option. Yeah. Why well, have you gone Precious. Have you just gone like Toronto rank Raptors for your rogue shouts? Not, not two for, for two. No, two for two on this one. But look, we drafted him in Miami. He didn't have the fit with us. He's gone there and he's done absolutely nothing last year. Yeah. Now he's coming off the bench. And from every minute I watched in preseason of them, which wasn't a whole lot, and the minutes I did watch in their previous game, he looked impressive. He's coming off the bench. There's no one. They, that team does not have depth. Yeah. So They've got he, no depth. Here's a question. We play fantasy together. Why is he not on your team? Oh, because I don't think he's good enough to be in my team. My team's phenomenal. And I don't... You, you've seen my team. You want half my players. Let me tell you players on your team. While you keep going, I'll find a player that's on your team that you can drop okay. some precious. Yeah, you find them for me, which I can already tell you the answer. It's Kelly Olenek. <laughs> Kelly Olenek's dropped in a second for precious. But the whole reason I'm not taking precious right now is... Darius Blaisley? Nah, Blaisley's getting good minutes. Basie's in while Chet's out. Someone will want him eventually. Patrick Williams? He's still young. Pat Williams has the start. Still though? He's not great, but he has the start. There's one name who I think we should just give a quick shout out is Bobby Portis. Bobby was on my list. I took Bobby off for Precious. Really? Okay, that's fair. I took Bobby... Bo- Bobby, was, Bobby was my dark horse. I took him off for Precious just because I think Toronto has less options off the yeah. bench. That no, I think fair. he will get a bit more of the spotlight. Yeah. So he'll have a bit more opportunity to show everyone what he can do. Yeah, no. That's the only reason I think he he's going to have the minutes off the bench. They need the centre depth. Yeah. And they're, they're not a big team. They've, well, they are a bigger team, but they don't exactly have a centre that's just this massive unit. They've just got big guys. Yeah. So see how it goes for them. All right. Moving on. Rookie of the year. Now there's one name that I'm going to put as my dark horse, but it's not really a dark horse. But who have you got for your favourite? You've got Paolo. I've got Paolo. I don't I don't think there's a world where I don't sit there and say he is the favourite. Yeah. I, I backed him to go number one when everyone thought it was Jabari. I put that in the chat a few hours before the draft. Yeah. Put money on it on the draft. And the second he got drafted, I then put money on him to be the rookie of the yeah. year. Fair. I've gone Keegan Murray. That is a, a solid chat. If it's not Paolo, he would probably be I the second, third favourite. It's just a toss-up. Well, it's not really like Paolo is the favourite. But I think... You never know what happens with these rookies of the year. Like, if I told you this time last year that Scotty Barnes won rookie of the year, you'd be questioning it. Scotty won it because he was the most consistent throughout the year. Yeah. And I feel like Keegan Murray has the potential to, to average 18. I feel like he does. On that second he, minute, Akeem? 
He yeah. is also coming off the bench at Sacramento. That's the reason I doubt him. For how long, I, though? That is, the, that is where I question the most. I don't know how long he'll come off the bench. Yeah. It wouldn't surprise me if their fucking second game of the season, he's back in the start line. Well, he um, was off because he had COVID. So, he's, he's back now with the team. But if I look, okay, if I'm Sacramento, how many games into the season? No, 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 no. Based on the ESPN depth chart, he's oh, starting. They're, they're okay. But that's because, yeah, he was off because he had COVID. Yeah, the, the most recent I saw was him on the bench. Yeah. But that might have been because he's got COVID. But, but even then, how many games would I give Harrison Barnes over him? <laughs> like, <laughs> it depends what the Kings are trying to do. Well, I think they're trying to make it into the plane and yeah. try and make a push for a playoff run. Not that it will be a great one, but yeah. for a franchise that's never made it, that'd be massive for be them. decent. They just brought in Sabonis. De'Aaron Fox played phenomenally in his first game. Yeah. And... If Keegan can step in to be that third man, because they're not going to be asking him to be the number one guy. They'll, they'll ask him to average 18, which I think he can. Yeah, if he I averages he 18, 6, and 2, yeah. they're solid numbers and the team's good, yeah. that's enough to get it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, that's something like, I don't think, I think Paolo will have more standout games. I think Paolo will just average better statistics, yeah. but it won't lead to better basketball. Yeah, like eventually, I feel like he's going to get that shelf treatment where they're going to go, okay, Paolo, and you're shut down for the season. Because Orlando are making the playoffs. Yeah. uh, I'm I'm more or less trying to say that I think Paolo's going to average better numbers. Yeah. But his averages won't lead to wins, where Keegan's will. Yeah. Keegan getting you 18 and 6 and 4, leading the team to wins and making his playoffs, is more important for the team than dropping 28 and 10. No, of course. 28 and 10 is great as the stats are, but if your team's not winning and you're not leading to win basketball, how far does it get you? I think, interestingly, um, Magic traded the first round pick for next year to the Bulls, projected top four, which I think, if I'm them, I'm tanking. I think they'll tank. They'll tank. Look, from memory, I had the spur no wrong conference I had Magic coming last yeah in my predictions I, I, and that's what I think I think they're going to get to a certain With, point without, they're going to go Paolo shut down if rest. they've given if have they, they've they only got a protection on top four yeah yeah so they're going to want to run bottom three to yeah, secure yeah. that yeah which is likely to happen and for them to do that Paolo's going to have to they're, they're going to just him yeah. friends Wagner they'll play ball ball <laughs> at the yeah, start yeah, you'll get to definitely. 60 games in and you'll see ball ball in the starting lineup and you'll know it's tank season. Who's your dark horse? You have Kiki Murray. No, I don't have Kiki Murray. Actually, I have a guy that I know you love. Jalen Duran. Jalen Duran is my dark horse for rookie of the year. Do you want to tell him? <laughs> Just quickly, I've got Jaden Ivey. It yeah. speaks for itself. Teammates. speaks for itself. I think Ivey is going to end up like a budget drama rent within a year or two. He'll be a budget drama rent. Watch. I don't even think within two years it's a budget. I think he makes a name for himself. Like That's the player that I watch and I go, he reminds me of him. Yeah, but you do the same with Jar and go, oh, that reminds me of DeRozan. Not DeRozan, but DeRozan. Rose. Yeah, yeah, before the... Yeah. But yeah. They're well, both just a short ankle injury away from... See you yeah. later. Um, go on, tell me about... For those that don't know, um, I've tried to... With no one besides you and I. Darren's a player that I've been... Hopeful. Trying to trade for in our fantasy comp. Hopeful. Not necessarily having a chance of getting him. We've run a taxi squad where I basically can carry him in my team for three years without it affecting my live roster. And I have no intention to force his way out of that, th- out of that three years. 
I think he blooms into something quite special. His first game off the bench, 22 minutes, 14 points, 10 rebounds, a steal and two blocks, I believe, were the exact statistics. Have <laughs> you got them written down? <laughs> well, not only do I have them written down somewhere, but he also broke franchise records for them. The youngest player to ever record a double-double, and that's off the bench. 22 minutes, I think that's pretty good for him to move into the starting line. I just My only issue with this is first opening game of the season is always a bit inflated for everyone. Look, and it, also, it, when teams like Detroit play equally bad teams like Orlando... It was against Orlando. Can we and it try? was the opening. But my point is more being the same with it. We're picking a dark horse here. Of course. He's not a favourite. Even of if course. he just gets a shout throughout the season, I feel I've done well enough to yeah. say this is a guy to look out for. No, that's fair. That is fair. I think um, similar vibe of Jaden Ivey is going to have the platform to do whatever the heck he wants. They're on the same team. And he he's just going to... He's like, just going to do well. My, my more point is, if if Durin can get into that starting lineup early enough into the season with good minutes, yeah, there's no reason he can't sit there and go, fuck, I can put up better numbers this, this with more minutes. Yeah. His efficiency was through the roof. That's like, true. Doing that efficiently in low minutes, give him more minutes against harder players, and he probably puts out similar numbers. Yeah. You know Mitchell Robertson for the New York Knicks has the highest field goal percentage in the NBA history? Interesting fact, because most of his shots are dunks. Yeah, that would... No, generally, like, all he does is dunk. It would make sense. I think yeah, it's like 70% for a season. That is incredible. Because all, they literally... They that is, that is good trivia knowledge. Yeah. Well, I'm just a Knicks fan. Okay. What do we have next? So, I think our Rookie of the Year shouts, nothing really crazy crazy. Um, most improved. I think we're going to have the same people here. I've got Tyrus Maxey as my favourite. Oh, I don't. I have Keldon Johnson. So, Keldon Johnson is my dark horse. That's not a dark horse, man. It is, it is. I'll tell you why. I'll justify who's your dark horse. My dark horse? No, I'll, my dark horse is a bit of a, a stretch of a dark horse. So, go. you go first and then I'll tell you. Um, Tyrus Maxey, I believe, will be the second option for the Philadelphia 76ers scoring by the end of the season. I feel like Harden will facilitate more. And he can lean on Maxi more for the scoring. He's taking him under his wing. I think he's going to slowly bridge into the second scoring option. And that'll get it. Okay. I'm not against it. Now, my, my issue with most improves, over the last few years, the caliber of play that has gotten that award yeah. has made their first all-star appearance. True. And... It's hard for me to look at it and go, Harden's getting a spot, no doubt. Yeah. Embiid's getting a spot. Yeah. Do they have a third all-star? No. If uh, they do, it might, the, the odds are that it's Maxi. Yeah. Let's have a look so too. I don't hate the shout. I do think there's a good possibility of it yeah. because he is going to take a jump. It's just how big of that jump. Yeah. Last year was John Morant, then Julius Randle, Brandon Ingram, Pascal Siakam, Pascal, Pascal Pascal Siakam, Siakam. Victor Oladipo, Giannis. How's Giannis winning most of them? <laughs> all, every single one of those made the jump into an all-star. Yeah. I do think Maxi like, has to it. To make it into the all-star. Yeah. Appearance. The only way he gets that third all-star is if they're the top seed. If they're top seed. Which I predicted they are. Yeah. If, if they're top seed, he's an all-star. Yeah. Uh, Tobias Harris. Sorry, it's not your day. Yeah. yeah. I can agree with you. Now, so, the argument I just made for Maxi is completely different to Kelvin Johnson. Yeah. I don't think he has any chance of making an all-star game. Yeah. I just think he is going to put up stats. 
he's on a San Antonio team. There is that no one else there. Just they're, vibing. Just, they're just vibing. The the option for me for the winner of the most improved was going to be between Yakapodal yeah. and Keldon Johnson because one of them is going to put up numbers. Yeah, I think Keldon Johnson's got more of a chance. I think Keldon Johnson's also in that age bracket of players they like to give the award to. Yeah. And come All-Star break, there is going to be injuries. Yeah. And if... Keldon's putting up 28, 8, and 6. Will he get the sympathy, vo- sympathy Do- vote? Does he get the sympathy nod of just going, no. yeah, you're putting up numbers. We got four injuries. Oh, yeah, we can throw it. Dep- it depends how many, because there's definitely 12 players in the West. Oh, there is probably there about 16, 17 players yeah. over him. But. Do they? Is it a little make a wish situation? Maybe. But if, you're, if he's putting up the stats. Yeah. I think there is a world where he does get that nod. And I okay. think that the jump in stats alone might be enough for him to get that award. I think he's going to be very inflated because he's on the oh, San Antonio team. But when you go back in five years from now, look back at the jump in his stats, you're going to sit there and go, oh, shit, that's because he was on a terrible team? Or are you just going to go, fuck, he did make a good jump there? That is true. The that history books for myself, you jump to any any year from 20 years ago of a guy that won most improved, yeah. I'm not going to be able to sit there and go, oh, okay, yeah, he was on a terrible team the, the year before or yeah. he got traded and got into a better situation. Yeah, some of these names who've won most improved. Wow. Yeah, I Jeez. just I, I predict him to make quite a big jump. Yeah, fair. Um, that's why I mean I, I'm not going to disagree because I've got him as my dark horse. Just yeah. because I don't think anyone was, who anyone that's in San Antonio should be a favourite to win any award. Well, that is that is incredibly fair. But I just I feel yeah. like he is a good shout for it. I thought he was as soon as Dejounte got traded. Yeah. My dark horse. Here we go. Here we go. If he's a Miami want- player. It's not a Miami player. Do you want to read out those previous winners? Okay. Starting with Giannis. Giannis, Oladipo, Oladipo, uh, Pascal Siakam, Brandon Ingram, Julius Randle, Ja Morant. Now, there's one thing all of them have in common. At the time, they were leading their team. Yeah. They were running it. They all made the all-star team. And the guy I've got is De'Aaron Fox. I think he makes that jump this year. Now, I know he is a top player. But he has been slept on for so long. It is so confusing. Ask me me what. What? You start by saying any player that would be a favourite to win it shouldn't win it. Because coming out of college, the Aaron Fox was very highly scouted. And then he just had dodgy team, dodgy teammates. So am I surprised that he's doing well? No. 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 Is it nice to see? Yeah. But do I... Am I surprised? No. No. But I'm saying, look, the, the favourite winner right now, if you go into the betting odds, his name's not even there. Yeah, that, that is true. There is no reason he should be winning this award. Yeah. But I think there is the chance that his numbers are so inflated, he makes an all-star team, that there isn't a world where they don't consider him. That, that, is un- that argument is understandable. I just That's not a name that I expected to hear. No, it's not. It's not one I thought, oh, you know what, yeah. Would, would you consider him to make an all-star team? No. Of his previous years? No. But if even, he makes the team... Even this year, no. If the Kings are up and they make the playoffs this year, led by... If the Kings make the playoffs this year, I will let you tattoo my foot. I'm that confident that the Kings... Not play in, playoffs. If they win the plans and make it into yeah, the playoffs? as long as they're the 8th seed... I will let you. So if they're, but what if they're the tenth seed? As long as they make it into the playoffs, as long as they, as long as they, they're in the first in round the first of the playoffs, playoffs against the first any seed, I will let you tattoo my foot. 
there's no no but on this. I get a shitty end of the stick if they don't, because the odds are in your favour. Um, yeah, I'm giving you quite good odds. Well, what would you offer? Player from your fantasy, Jalen Duran. Hell no. Hell no. Oh, he's worth. He's worth. confident. I've already got a king's tattoo. <laughs> I wouldn't show that off. <laughs> <laughs> at the Kings game where we got the courtside tickets yeah. the lady that gave me a wristband to say I was in gave her out the right hand she's like oh you can't hide that Mate, I'm just sitting there like no it's not for this she's like don't tell anyone here that it's not <laughs> now look yeah, I just open nothing, nothing on the back end I'm that confident the Kings will not make the playoffs because I look at the West oh they're stacked like, the West is stacked there is a good chance I, I have them making the play in yeah. and I think there is the, the one off that if Keegan takes that big jump yeah and I think there is a, a, a realm of injury-prone players that could just, you know, sway in their favour. Yeah, look, just off the top of my head, let me just name teams in the West that will beat them. Um, start at the bottom of the yeah, list. <laughs> start, start at the bottom. Um, the Nuggets, the Mavs, the Grizzlies, the Pelicans, the Suns, the Clippers, the Timberwolves, the Warriors. Yeah, I'm fine. I'm comfortable with that. I'm yeah, not yeah, even there's, sweating. There's a, there's a real good chance that I'm wrong. I'd even put... It depends on what teams have the draft picks. But yeah, yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. You're That's fine. an easy bet. You're fine with it. It's a, it is an easy bet in your favour. But I if think we there get is... back, I'll be sweating if they make the plane. <laughs> if they make the plane, I will be sweating. Look, come play and I'm replaying this audio for oh, you. Yeah. <laughs> You'd but, be rude not to. Oh, of course. The whole, whole point being, there is a realm where he does make an all-star game. Whether it's through being an injury replacement or just putting up yeah. crazy stats and... In that category, I think it was fair enough to give him the shout as a dark horse. Yeah. Not as a favourite. I think a lot of things need to fall in his favour for it to be. Yeah. Okay, we've got three categories left. Your MVP predictions are... Shittiest drum roll in the world. Jason Tatum. Shocked. For, for reference, kind of got the feeling that's where you're going. Plus, I said it last episode. And you said it to me last night as well. I've said it a few times. <laughs> like I'm, I'm pretty high on Tatum. I think he's a phenomenal player. The argument against him is obviously A1, B1, being no, that, that's Brown. My, that's my only hesitation is I do think it's like um, last season, Chris Paul and Devin Booker could be in with a shout. Yeah. But I think they actually like stats-wise took votes from each other. I'm not saying that Brown will take votes, but I think having Brown on his team will make people go... Yeah, he's good, but he's got he's got him. He's and got if, help. And if Brown went to like ten other teams, he'd be the number one option. Yeah, and I think that's an issue. For my pick, I've got Luca. Luca is a strong pick. I just think he is that good that he will drag that Dallas team to the playoffs. And you said who's the, who's his second option? Tim Hardaway Jr. Spencer Christian Dimity, Wood, Christian Wood, you know what I mean? Like, like off the bench for forty-one <laughs> games, so he can get the six man. But you know what I mean? Like that's why I think Luca's going to have that season. You know he's going to just dominate every team. He just terrorizes teams, really. Uh, and often I for him still dropping thirty. Like that's him bored. Yeah. As well, that's my shout for um, Luke. I feel like Luca. Like, the MVP argument almost speaks for itself. Yeah, it really does. It's it's too hard to sit there and try and make the argument for these guys because yeah. they are top tier players. Yeah. I mean, Luke is making that jump to MVP. So is Tatum. Yeah. Both of them are going to be in the conversation. It's just, who's the highest seed? Yeah. I, I think both of them are going to be a top three seed because they're on both conferences. So it might even just straight come down to the narrative and the and the stats, really. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see. Um, if you're a dark horse, I'm rocking Anthony Edwards. I rate that. I think it's, it's a, it's a, in hindsight, a bit rogue. 
It is very rogue. I think he has a better shout at getting the most improved, which I hate the fact that he could win that award. <laughs> yeah. But, look, if, if the Timberwolves just have an insane year, it, you're not going to credit Cat. My only issue is, if they have a good year, you've got D'Angelo Russell, Cat, and Rudy. Yeah. I realise, in hindsight, I've put Edwards to win the MVPs and Dark Horse, and then Rudy to win defend. They're not both winning. Unless the Timberwolves smack up every other team. Unless they just run away with the league. Yeah. Which I don't think either of us can see happening. Nah. Look, my dark horse isn't a hell of a lot of a dark horse. I've gone Zion. Comeback season. Not expected to be that guy just yet. Yeah. But I just had to give him the nod for it. Like... I, I get the it. The guy puts up numbers. There's not many players that do get in his way. No, if you watch, like, just, just with an eye test in general, you just watch him play, you're impressed. You are. Like, you're not going, ah, oh, like, he is an impressive talent. I think um, he's playing with players like Brandon Ingram and CJ McCollum that will elevate him. Just be interested to see how it lands. Look, the, the numbers and the stats from that team are going to be tough. Yeah. For the same reason of Tatum's got the, the co-star of Jalen Brown. Zion's got two co-stars. Zion's got two. Yeah. He's going to have guys that are not going to steal votes for him because no one you're not voting for CJ or Ingram for that. No, no, no. But he looks more impressive because of these guys. Yeah. And, and like, maybe that brings you, him down. Like, how much do you weigh how impressive he is, you know what I mean, because of his teammates? It's it's the whole Joel Embiid argument. It's, yeah. As much as he's been in the running for it every time, the guy he's up against is put up better numbers on their own yeah and kept the team in a good position yeah so Jokic wins it with no co-stars yeah because they're out injured and kept this team in a in a position to win winning and that's a, that's the biggest difference right it is it's it's interesting you can't be an MVP on a losing team yeah unless you're Russell Westbrook and you average a triple double yeah but that was a 30 point triple double and that's history yeah. right there yeah that's so you can respect it Stat padding at its finest. Yeah. We but I mean, it's, it's not like he was doing it just against trash teams. He was doing it against the best. Yeah. I feel like they just said, you know what, sod it, Russ. This guy like we're, we're still going to lose every game, Russ. You can go play as many go minutes on. or as least. Like, the, you, you pick how many minutes you, you want to play tonight. Do as you please. And now he's suffering. And now he probably should also have that same choice of how many minutes do you want tonight. <laughs> because we don't know what the fuck to do with you. <laughs> Okay, we've got Coach of the Year. I think we'll both have one name. Well, we've already talked about this. We both know we have one name. We didn't know about it. We haven't spoken about all of the coach we did mention. We're a bit stuck on who to put for a dark horse. I've got my dark horse, but it's not really a dark horse. It's just will he get the recognition that he probably deserves at this point. Do you want to start with dark horse? Um, This one? Yeah, go for it. Who have you got? For dark horse, I've got Joe Mazzala. And that's who I have for my favourite. Yeah, that's the Celtics coach, interim coach, with all the Ime Doka situations yeah. going on. Pretty similar vibes. We just think he's going to be. Well. He's coaching a good team. They're going to be good. It's just, does he get any recognition for this team still being good? Yeah. Or does it go to someone that's taken an average team and because of his coaching brought them into a good team? Yeah. So that's it's for for my dark horse. I've got Steve Kerr. Yeah, it's 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 a dark horse, but it's also not. It's not it's not a dark horse he's a, because he's a championship his team coach. Will shock you. It's just for so many years the Warriors has been 
they can just shoot with it last. And here we are, eight years down the line, and now he's bringing in these new players to fit his system. They've been quoted, I think Clay Thompson said, the whole style of playing is like Barcelona's football tiki-taka, pass and go, pass and go. And that's from Steve Kerr. Yes, and I think sooner or later an option will open like sooner or later he gets the recognition of we just go okay he's not just got good players he's got a good coaching style and a good system he's a players coach yeah and you gotta respect him the guy wins wins the, wins as a player wins as a coach but also like I think he's implementing that now because you see like we talked about earlier Moody Kaminga Paul this is the next wave coming in in that style and if they fit it they play it's as simple as that Who's your favourite? I've gone to a little theme today and I'm starting to realise it. Is a, let me guess. A, well, you've already said the Boston Celtics. Um, is it Miami? Eric Spolstra? No, no, no. Is it worse? It is worse. It's Mike Brown from the Sacramento Kings. Um, I just want to just, before anything, Chris has a few Sacramento Kings players in his Two. team. I do think it's heavily influencing him. Um, it is. There's it a is. lot riding on his fantasy team's future on the Sacramento Kings. I wouldn't say a lot. I oh. think there's a tattoo on the line. There's a ta- <laughs> and this was before we were talking yeah, to Look, I think there is that possibility that this team does make it to the playoffs for the first time in history. And you're not going to credit the team. Not the first time. They've never made playoffs before. Oh, not in my fucking memory. Yeah, true. I mean, how, how long has it been? I think. The last time I visibly remember was when they played the Lakers. That's how look. It's probably been at least 15 years. Yeah, that's all right, Bob. 15-year drought. If, he, if he's the coach that breaks the drought. This, the Kings have gone through a fair few coaches in the last few years. Like, fair few. Let's have a look. Um, you keep going, and I'll find this. There's not a whole lot to say about him. I, oh, 2005. I was... I was 2005, yeah. So what's that? A 17-year drought? Yeah. And what was their record in that year? Probably um, lost in the first... They lost to the Spurs. Yeah, okay. Well, the Spurs went on to do pretty well that year from memory. Yeah, um, they lost to Dallas in the second round. Yeah. But this was the Spurs coming off the year before. Uh, Miami. That's when you won. 2006. Oh, six. Okay. Six. 2005. Six. It was 5-6. Five, 5-6. Six. Five, six. All right. Yeah. yeah. Back I back. feel like Mike Brown is probably the last person... That I would think. Look, he's more of a dark horse than a favourite. Yeah, I feel like it should be all the way around. Yeah, I mean, it probably should have been. My, my my other shout was going to be Tyloo. Okay. Tyloo, I feel like the Clippers are good. Tyloo gets a bit of recognition for helping construct <laughs> that, bring them together, and keeping them healthy enough through his load management. Yeah. Oh, do you want a good bet for NBA Coach of the Year? The favourite on this website? Who? Ime, Ime Umidoka. <laughs> That's not that's worth your money. That's not updated. <laughs> that is a old, old website. <laughs> Should we go into a couple of the other words that we've written down? I think, yeah, look. Sure. We've only written one. Yeah, look. Most um, disappointing player. Who is your favourite for that award? Pat Bev. Pat Bev. I Why? think he is a shocking pickup. I think the Lakers were bad enough as it was, and Pat Bev does not help that. They need shooters. Yeah. They don't have shooters. They brought in a guy that is known just to be a menace and a pain in the ass. Yeah. Yes, he brings some excitement to the team, but I, I think Westbrook is the scapegoat of this team. Yeah. He's a scapegoat. Everyone knows it. 
can't even deny that he is it. I think he even recognises oh, he's that done with he's it. copying it. It is what it is. But I think he does get traded. Yep. And he ends up doing well on another team and then the Lakers are still shocking. Yep. And someone's got to go, oh, fuck, who do we blame now? Yeah, who goes And it goes Pat straight Bev. to Pat Bev. Yeah, that's fair. Um, for my favourite, for my most disappointing player, I do have Russell Westbrook. Yep. Now, let me tell you why. It's not because of him. I just think that LA... If you watch Russell Westbrook OKC highlights, what is Russell Westbrook? The stripper back. Athletic. Power. Speed. Aggression. Not... Not always tactical. He's a bulldozer. And this LA team have pretty much taken the ball out of his hand and expect him to be what he was. He has no fun anymore. He looks done. He looks exhausted. I'm not saying he's disappointing... As a player, but as a fan, it's disappointing seeing him not be himself. Like you said, he does get traded. When he goes there, you're going to see Russell Westbrook. He'll be dunking. He'll be screaming. <laughs> he'll be averaging like 28, 8, and 8 with no expectations on him. And that's when he'll turn around. But until then, it's just going to be tough. It's tough to watch. Look, until then, he is the favorite by yeah. far. Look, it, it's it's even stupid to put Pat Bev above Russ right now. Yeah. But I, I think there is a better chance that Russ gets traded than he doesn't. And for that reason, I've gone, the Lakers are still going to be shocking. Yeah. And they're going to have to blame somebody. Yeah. And I think the easy option is to blame Pat Bev. Yeah. He shoots it just as bad as Westbrook, yeah. if not worse on some nights. Yeah. Who's your dark horse? I didn't really have a dark horse. I do, but I don't have one completely. Yeah. It's Ben Simmons. There. I, I feel like you, you explain why I'm counted. I I don't see there being a world where he is just average. Mm. I think it well, even if he is just average, it's either he is back in his all star shape, yeah, he is a one through five defender, he gets to the lane, he assists, he rebounds. I think that Nets team need him to score, yeah, via layups, cuts, and shooting, yeah, whether it's just putting in a corner three whether it's just him actually being viable enough to put up a shot and hit it, not at a consistent rate, yeah, but enough to go, oh, okay, we can trust that. If he is dead open, we should make that pass. It's kind of similar like we talked about Bama Debye off air. Yeah, look. Just like, be enough of a threat. Not, not even, I don't even, look, he's never going to be a threat from three. Yeah. Oh, he's no. accepted that. Everyone's accepted it. Yeah. But enough that it's gone, you leave him dead open, the right play is to give him that shot. Yeah. So... For the reason of I don't think he lives up to that, I think there is a realm that he is one of the more disappointing players if the rest falls off slightly. If he is just average, yeah, that in me is pretty disappointing because I, I have fair. high expectations for him. Yeah. So I think if he doesn't reach my expectations that I'm setting for him, you'll be. I'll be disappointed. No, understood. Um, I think for me, I've gone with Jalen Brunson only because as a Knicks fan, it's not that I think he'll be disappointing as a player but there'll be one thing that will always be brought up is is he Donovan Mitchell that is what's going to be the, the story of the whole season is should we have got Donovan Mitchell over him obviously player for player yes but what we would have had to play what we would have paid up for Donovan Mitchell no Mm-mm. don't do it don't do it don't New York hold on because the Jazz were going to rob us of everything that is a fair point like I, I saw very similar arguments yeah for Lowry today, yeah. after our after our loss yesterday, there was the same 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 argument of going, was it really worth getting rid of Drogic yeah. and splitting up this team for Lowry? Yeah, no, 
No. No. Splitting like, up splitting up the team for a player is never worth it. Like if Donovan went to the Knicks, he would be the best player on that team. But everything they've done to try and re just like just refix that team. Just to be able to actually be in a situation to get Donovan. All the work to be there yeah. is thrown away. Yeah. Now look, it's fair enough. Well, that's it for our player awards. We'll move on to our next segment. What's it gonna be? Yeah, our next segment is called Let's Overview React. Where basically we're gonna take a few snippets of what we've seen so far and just overreact a little. Not not by a fair bit, but more or less just a hot take and give each other's opinion on it. Yeah, just that opening day bias. Alright, let's get into that. So the first one this week is the Knicks should have traded for Donovan Mitchell. My heart says they should have traded for him, but my head says it was the right call not trading for him just because of how much we was we would have given up to get him. What do you reckon? I tend to agree. I yeah. really do. If they did too much, wouldn't have been worth it. All right, moving on. Philadelphia 76ers is no longer Embiid's team. It's now Harden's. I disagree. I think Embiid is the best player at the end of the day, but will he be consistent? That is a question, but I do think he's an MVP candidate every season. I do agree. Um, next one. Warriors don't win without Draymond on the team. I believe Draymond Green can leave that team and they will win a title again. I think he's got one year left in his contract. He goes to the Lakers as everyone talks about and they still can win without him. I do agree with that. That's, that's pretty dead on. Yeah. If Kawhi continues to come off the bench, the Clippers aren't a contender. That's nonsense. Kawhi's not coming off the bench after 20 games. But if he does? I, it, there's no world in which Kawhi Leonard comes off the bench for more than half of the season. I don't agree. Yeah. Miami won't make the playoffs without a third star. You will, because on paper you have a third star, but they're just not that good. Kyle Lowry's... Like, you've got Jimmy and Bam. You've got Kyle Lowry, who's... He's won. He's won a title on his own with Kawhi. But he's proven. I think you make the playoffs. Currently constructed. Yeah, easy. Okay, fair. I tend to think that there is a realm where we fall out. Just if that third star of Lowry or Hero yeah. isn't performing the way we need them to. I, I, if I they're not you. playing like a third star, then we struggle. Understood. But I think Miami have got it. Yeah, I just with with the East being so built, there is a realm we fall off. Yeah. Okay. This one's a bit more of a hot take. Jokic will never win another MVP. Oh. Never. Never, never, never. I agree. Reason being, I'm seeing the players coming into the league and Victor Wembanyama, he's going to win in like six years' time. I look at Luca, Devin Booker, Tatum, um, Zion. Yeah, I don't think he is. I, I think voters' fatigue is a real thing. Yeah. After two, he's already fallen out of the conversation for yeah. this year's. I don't think he comes back into the conversation. Like so too many other guys. Realistically, during 2010 to 2020, LeBron should have won it every year, and he didn't. So I think, yeah, you're right, voters' fatigue. Okay. LeBron won't win another championship at the Lakers. I agree. At the Lakers, no. I don't think... The trash. Yeah. I agree. The trash. Utah Jazz are still too good to get a top draft pick. I think... And I saw something quite interesting that the odds of Victor going to one of those bottom three teams, I don't think he goes to a bottom three team. I think he goes to a team that's got like a 2% chance of winning him. 
but Utah will not be until they trade Jordan Clarkson and Mike Connolly. They're too good. Yeah, that's, I agree with that. Ben Simmons needs to shoot more for the Nets to have success. That's a fact. Yeah. I don't think anyone can. I think Ben agrees with that himself. Ben, if you're listening, um, subscribe. <laughs> All right, and last one: the Nets will be the next team to blow it up. I sorry, sorry, my bad. The Suns will be the next oh, team to blow hey. it up. No, I disagree. All they have to do is move off Chris Paul. But they've just signed him to a big contract. No one's going to trade him. They're riding out with Chris Paul. They're not blowing up Booker, Bridges, Cam Johnson. Aiton will go. Yeah, fair. But losing him won't be a blow up. What do you think? I think if there's going to be a team to blow it up, it will be the Suns. I, I, I'd argue they put the Nets above it. I think they'd just ship off KD and Kyrie and just call it a day. Yeah, there they, is that one for it. They just lower their expectations for KD, call it a night, get someone decent, get some young players, just, just talk to Utah. <laughs> yeah, there is there is that well. Well, that, that's it for the... That's it for the whole takes. Well, next takes, week, I'll bring mine. Um, probably next bias in them. There will be some biases throughout the time. Of course. But if you guys have any ones that you think would be good for us to talk about, put them in the comments below. I think, um, Mickey D, if you're listening... Let us know what you think about Walker Kessler being the first Utah Jazz player to get a triple-double. No, a double-double. I'm keen to hear. I am too. Anything else you want to touch on? I think that's it for this week. Um, obviously, the season's just started. We're only one, two games in. So by the time we come together next week, there'll be more to talk about. Yeah, we can go in a bit more. more. To the, it's hard to pick up the games when it's the first game of the season because everyone's getting inflated numbers because it's just opening hype. Once the dust settles a little bit, it'd be interesting to see where everything lands a little bit more. What about you? Yeah, no, I agree with you. I think next week we'll definitely have more to touch on that's going on live in the NBA. Yeah. I don't think there's going to be any major breakout trades, but wouldn't surprise me if there's an injury somewhere in yeah, there we here's can one touch question. on. It. Do you think Anthony Davis will still be playing this time next week? I think he'll be playing. I think he'll miss a game in between then. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he almost went down injured today. I mean, he went down, fell on his back awkwardly. He was he's probably on the injury report now. On the oh, he's on the bench with um, sort of a heat pack on his back, and then they took him down into the change rooms. But he came back for the fourth quarter, got them back in the game, and I think he was almost the best player on the court today. Yeah, look, you're in the clear. No Anthony Davis injured injury tweet yet, so that is good to hear. Hopefully, he stays healthy. Don't really wish injury on any player, but some are more likely than others, and you can't <laughs> deny it. So um, thanks for listening, and we'll uh, catch you on the next one.